from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to all my fantasy children. My name is Aaron Catano Sayers. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It's a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast where each week Jeff and I talk about our favorite anime. We sure do. What's your favorite anime? Uh, my favorite anime is, it is a little show from the 90s. It oh. was a pretty big hit in the 90s. It ran pretty consistently, had a long run. You know, it's about a... Uh, it is about a a, a, a a proud man, a hero who travels from a great distance. He comes, he, he arrives, he arrives in his new home from a great distance away and must sort of like deal with, you know, must try to like find the, uh, the ability to find an, an everyday and ordinary life despite constant turmoil and struggle and threats from outside and it's just trying to live an ordinary you know normal life uh my favorite anime is a show called frazier <laughs> i've seen that one the op is like amazing the song really the like, opening is amazing in that song where it's like i don't know what to do with my i was doing like Mercy. the rock anime version <laughs> no no <laughs> In this home, we honor tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Wait, but ugh, it's so vulgar. Um, what does, doesn't Flo sing that? Flo featuring Kelsey Grammer, yes, of course. Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> fuck, I got nothing on that. I can't beat that one. Uh, I've been talking about. I've been talking about Frasier all morning, and so I want you to know, like, I'm real. I'm real hype because I've been talking about Frasier all morning. You're a part. You're a deep part of the Frasier anime fandom. So I, you had a GeoCities website back in the day. I did. I did. I've been. I've been. I've been really binging on the fan wikis. I've been learning a lot, and I'm really excited. <laughs> God no. Make it stop. I um, actually did just read an article on, on the Fraser fan wiki. Oh my god, that's fucking real. I did just read a thing about it to like remind myself about like a character detail so that I could, you know, prep the, the Fraser reboot script that I am working on. Well I'm glad things are going so well over there. Yeah. Things are going great. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, you're a true anime fan. I mean, I've I haven't finished Fraser. There's two I only got to the uh, tournament arc of Frasier. Oh, <laughs> uh, you haven't gotten through Frasier Chain of Memories yet? <laughs> fucking Chain of Memories. You haven't gotten through Frasier 358 Days Over 2 yet? It's like a Niles spinoff. <laughs> and like, I don't care how he met Lilith. Lilith is his 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 girl, right? No, Fra- Lilith is Frasier ex-wife. Wait, Aaron? what? Then who's Niles? Lilith is Fra- Ma- Maris is oh, Niles' terrible wife. And then they, you never see Maris because it's a whole unseen character thing, which is deliberately invoking uh, Vera from Cheers. Except I personally think that Vera is the stronger joke because it is often under established that while Norm is making fun of Vera, he also has a deep affection for her. It is canonically then meanwhile established that no one likes Maris, so the fact that she's never seen and is just relentlessly abused adds a negative streak to the character. Aaron, do we have a prompt this week? This is the most anime shit I've ever heard, but yes, we have a prompt this week. Our prompt this week is real good, and it's from friend of the show, Taylor LaBresh, Leviathan Files. Hi, Taylor. Find all their work at riverhousegames.com. Lots of cool stuff happening. The prompt, there are two prompts, and they are... Pure juice, cornst. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think that your Skype cut out. Could you say that one again? Could you say both of those again? Pure juice, cornst. Give me one more. Pure juice, cornst. Give me another. Pure juice, cornst. Because, Jeff, we are no stranger to fantasy soft drinks potions and acknowledging the competitive industry that is soft drinks and potion making in fantasy sure so i think it's time to talk about the new upcomer in that world and that's cornst cornst it's all about it <laughs> it's, it's a fantasy the, it's what the kids are drinking aaron it's what the kids are drinking i had to initially figure that this corn juice beverage because it's corn juice is marketed for cool teens i mean yes it is a multi-regional it's like a thing like i'm not gonna shit on corn juice because, like, corn milk, it's, like, popular in Asian countries. And, you know, they're making beer out of juice, corn juice and stuff. But, like, I'm talking in this category, this is not the corn juice of our world. This no. is this is corn soda. 
Is it carbonated? I mean, I I had a here. I mean, Aaron, you know that I'd sat down as soon as you pitched corns to me that I was going to sit down and declare that it was a sweet corn flavored soda. Yes, because I don't. I want to. I want to quickly acknowledge that we are definitely not referencing the corn juice of our world. We're talking corn soda, baby. We're talking corn soda, specifically the kind of corn soda that I would be drinking right now if the Coca Cola Corporation were to just respond to my emails. My tweets, my phone calls, my letters, or my, my public access video campaign, which airs Friday nights on Channel 69 UHF. Nice. If they were to acknowledge any of my, my communications, then I would happily have access to, you know, Corn Fanta. And it would be a delicious, wonderful treat. But they will not acknowledge me. Coca-Cola has decided that I don't matter and that I don't exist. And that they, they can freely just, just ignore my messaging and ignore my lifelong mission to drink Corn Fanta. And so, therefore, I am Corn Fantaless. I have had... Hold on. Let me figure out the soda that I have had. Because I'm on my Amazon right now looking at sweet corn soda. I've had Lester's Fixins. Wait, sweet is corn that what soda. I'm looking at? Wait, hold on. No, wait, hold on. I'm looking at sweet corn soda. Fuck, where? I don't even know. This doesn't even have a brand. What is this? Is it this? Is it with an iguana? No, this is a different one. Because I've had Lester Spixen's no. sweet corn <laughs> wait, soda. Yes, that's exactly what I'm looking at on Amazon. And I'm and reading was... a customer review. And it's fucking, this soda was able to promote me to a fourth dimensional being. And I saw my entire timeline starting with my birth and ending in my death. Wait, <laughs> I have a pitch. Okay. Tell me about Kornst. Uh, well, Kornst obviously transcends you into a fourth dimensional being and allows you to see every moment of your life from your birth to your death <laughs> and therefore kind of like redirect the course of your life. It makes you like a supernatural being. Like, so Kornst is like powerful. Kornst is a oh, powerful beverage. Oh, it's a powerful beverage. beverage. Oh, no. All right. So we've been, ge- we've been goofing now for eight minutes, but let's take this a little seriously. Let's talk about Kornst. Yeah. So Kornst has the power to make you see your entire timeline, right? Yeah. And know, like, know the out, like, whatever, like, any, for, like, an hour, we'll say an hour. Yes. You can see any outcome of any any event that you consider. You can see, ev- like, with perfect clarity. Okay, because I, wa- I want to avoid Sandy Scrub Spaghetti Sorcerer here. Fair point. <laughs> but I do like it making you a fourth dimensional being. I like that it it, tra- it, it un- what if it unsticks you from time? <laughs> I can't. I fucking can't. Yes. Okay. And so it's just like literally like you can like it is it is a fully powered like time travel <laughs> juice. But like it is so, so powerful that like if you drink more than a little bit of it and What's so he, I'm, okay? I'm I'm gonna throw you out some ideas here, Aaron. I've got a lot of ideas about cornst, and I'm getting real serious here. Tell me about the carbonated corn beverage that's taking fantasy by storm and allowing people to travel through time and space. What if it allows you to sort of like you become a fourth dimensional being, right? Like you drink what? it and it's like just permanently. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> and suddenly all of time and space is before you. Oh, wow. You like gaze like you you basically become Galactus temporarily. Yeah, for like a brief moment. For like 15 minutes you become Galactus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And like you can like, you know, I think it's limited. Let's limit this a little bit. Yeah, of course. We have to nerf we have to nerf Kornst. Tying into your own personal timeline, right? Of course. Because <laughs> that is that is the third prompt that we were given. Aaron, who does our third prompt come from? Wait, we have a third prompt? Yes, the Amazon review for Lester's oh, Vixen Corn Soda. Anonymous Amazon reviewer says, This soda was able to promote, promote me to a fourth dimensional being, and I saw my entire timeline starting with my birth and ending my death. I saw all of the horrors to befall upon humanity. <laughs> and then it starts talking about robots. <laughs> but, okay, all right, wait, 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 wait. I right. got this. You're able. Okay, this is what this is my pitch to you. Now you can you can shoot it down. You can add to your you can add it to it. But we're gonna take taking this seriously. Yeah, right. Very serious about Kornst. Kornst is a carbonated corn fantasy soda, not to be related with a juice of our own world. No, it is a carbonated, artificially flavored corn yes, soda. There's no corn in this. I'm I'm on board with that. There's absolutely no natural corn used in this production. 
it's hey, it turns you into a fourth dimensional being, right? It turns you into basically like in like Galactus, some kind of like you all know, of time and space opens up before you. Yes, it is specific, unlike Spaghetti Sorcerer, where you just see like the future. Yes, where you can see all things. This is specific to your timeline. Okay, this is specific to every moment of your life, past, present, and future. Okay, like all of your life, you experience all of your life all at once and basically the end result of that is it gives you the ability to like say oh god i need to i need to get a new job because if i don't in 10 years i'm gonna in 10 years i'm gonna i'm gonna sign a i'm gonna sign the treaty that's going to start thermonuclear war can i give you a pitch yes when you are in uh the corns the corns zone when the you're in the zone. when you're in the corns zone and enjoy saying that junior wizards i love it the corn when you're in the corns zone you see all of your timeline, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine there's a horizon stretching out. Like you're seeing your timeline in front of you, and there's a horizon line in the distance. And in that event horizon, you see a cosmic horror. Now, you have two options before you in the Quartz Zone. You can go after that cosmic horror and save time and space because it's about to be consumed by this horror. Or you can adjust your own timeline. Mm-hmm. And no one has ever faced the cosmic horror in the Quartz Zone until this hero we're about to make. Okay. Is that a decent pitch? We can go I in a different a direction. Dec- but I'm, I'm seeing this totally being like Galactus is actually in the distance. And you have the choice to like, yeah, it's totally okay if you want to like, you know, help yourself and like help humanity. Or you can become the hero of the Quartz Zone and fight against a cosmic horror looming in the horizon. You don't know how long it's going to take to reach you or your own world, but, you know, most people just go like, you know, I got enough time, somebody else will take care of it. Yeah, I'm into that. Okay. (laughs) So dumb. So can we talk about who made Kornst first? Because did they make Kornst with the intention of stopping this cosmic horror? Was Kornst made to stop a cosmic horror, to transcend your physical being because they knew this thing was coming, but everyone uses it to solve their own problems? <laughs> uh, you know what? I love that. I, I 100% <laughs> love that. I think that's where we're going to go with this, is that like somebody was like, I've created this beverage that if a hero were to drink it, could confront the nightmare creature. There's a nightmare creature looming in the void between worlds. Yes. That is approaching us by the day. Its name is Kornst. And with this <laughs> beverage, I believe a hero may look into the infinite expanse and come and destroy it. Oh, yeah, cool. Kornst. It's like corn soda, right? <laughs> Man, the next three years are going to be great. <laughs> Everyone no, is- but you have to. No, but you have to stop the monster. Oh. <laughs> I am going to go back to college. I think that's the right call for my career. No one faces the cosmic horror because it's terrifying. Most people just go after their own problems. So the drink is called Kornst. The monster is called Kornst. Yes? Yes. The All monster right. is called Kornst and therefore the soda becomes called Kornst. Because it's initially like handed out as like, it's called initially like the uh, the, the Kornst serum. <laughs> The serum that will allow you to fight Kornst? Yeah, of course. And people just short that into Kornst, and that just becomes a mass-produced soda. Because as we know in fantasy, there's no shortage of assholes who will, like, monetize stuff. And so it's totally the... Who runs Dr. Pibb, of course. Yep. Dr. Pibb, producer of Shield Aid, uh, who and scored... sort of a, a Nick Fury-esque soda producer yes. who, appears, who appears to prominent, uh, prominent alchemists and beverage makers... By in secret, by appearing in their house, hands behind his back. I have come with a mission for you. Just so that we understand what we're talking about. Yes. Here. So Dr. Pip comes to who who is the alchemist who created Kornst? Hmm. Yeah, right. Let's roll on pronouns real quick. Okay. All right. So the scientist who <laughs> the alchemist who created the Kornst serum initially to defeat a cosmic horror. <laughs> their name is What's a good what's a good alchemist name? What well, it has to do with corn, obviously. Because this is someone who unlocked the power of corn. This is a corn farmer. This is a corn farmer slash alchemist who's like, well, they grew the corn. They became a corn farmer because they knew the secret power of corn to transcend you. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. So they're like, they they as a child, 
they as a child experienced a this corn phenomenon, right? Yeah. They bit into a magical piece of corn or just an average piece of corn because corn is delightful. And let me tell you, Jeff, about the highlights of corn juice. It's good and good for you. You know, people all across the world have been enjoying the benefits of corn juice. So this person bit into a piece of corn and it transcended them and they saw it as a kid. They were just it was a barbecue. Give me let, yeah. me, let me paint this picture for you. This young alchemist was at like a summertime barbecue. You know, they're just chilling as a kid. They have their two little corn skewers in the, what are they called? The corn cob holders? Do they have a name? I think they're just called corn cob holders. So they're corn cob holders. They're shaped like little corns. It's real cute. And they take that bite in. There's a big cartoonish slab of butter on there. Yeah, they're just called cob holders. Cob holders. And they are transported into the corn dimension, for lack of a better term, and they see their timeline before them. But this is... Here's what I here's I here's I want to I want to take a brief segue. Finish your thought, and then I want to take a brief segue. So they see the they they see their timeline stretch before them, and they're like, "Wow, like I'm gonna grow up to be a great alchemist and like accomplish great." And as soon as they're about to see like the end of their story, I think like that timeline is like shattered by like this you know, tentacle or claw or something, and they see it looming over the horizon. They see this cosmic horror, the silhouette of Kornst. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, no, it's coming. It's coming faster than I could ever, and they're teleported back. And so they dedicate their entire life into stopping the moment where they saw Kornst, like, coming onto fantasy and destroying all of space and time. Yes. Now... <laughs> Two thing, two segues I need to make. Please. I want to know, before we can come up with a name, I want to know their culture, their ancestry, their background, who they are so that we can follow the established naming conventions. What haven't we made? Uh, what haven't we had in a while? I don't know. Let's make, um, what was the last episode? We had a bunny person. We had a, fa- a fanticore. What are you in the mood to talk about? halfling we've not had a halfling in a minute we can go with a halfling yeah right so there it makes sense too i mean we got we got a lot, we're talking a lot of corn <laughs> their name is lester stock fuck you sir <laughs> lester stock yeah like a corn stock lester or do we want it to be lester cobb no that's too easy i like lester, All right, lester stock. stock lester stock cool lester stock they are a um let's see what are they they are a corn farmer now here's the other segue so aaron <laughs> yes Metal and Hale's Table Fables available on Amazon. Uh, there we used we used some table we used a few different tables in there to come up with the ingredients of Shield Aid. Of course, I would like to do that for Quartz, the Quartz Serum, uh, in order to figure out the ingredients that had to be imbibed in the exact right order, in order to justify, in order to to activate this sort of magical experience. I'm ready. Um. I need you to first give me a D20 for what the potion looks like. D20. Yep. For the look of the potion. That is a 12. A flask filled with a humming amber liquid. That is absolutely perfect. That a yellow, humming, golden, maybe there's something stuck in there like amber, like a dragonfly in amber. Yes. And it hums with an otherworldly, like like an otherworldly kind of like a like a slight screeching noise. Like Oh my god. Oh my god. Um okay. So now I want you to roll another d20 for <laughs> for like the liquid. Like it was shield aid it was red wine. That's a 5. A 5 is <laughs> made out of beer. Of course it is. It's, it's corn an beer. amber beer. It's a corn beer. Um and then corn, well, we can even spin that to say soda. I yeah, think we've already established it to be soda, so yes. it only feels right that that would be the result. So it is a bubbling amber beverage that hums with an otherworldly hum. <laughs> oh god. And then of course, in all my fantasy children fashion, give me a 1d20 for what spice is in it. <laughs> 4. Sage. Okay. Okay. So I have I have uh I have a pitch for that. So sure. when you open a bottle of um what's it corns the smoke like sage like you're smudging you know what I mean when you burn yep. sage and get spirits away uh like a lot of sage is constantly so at the top of a bottle of corns like resting on the surface inside the bottle is burnt sage so when sure. you open it all that smoke is released and that's what hits your nose first before you drink it so it's like whoosh that is 
oof, that is a, oh, that is a lot of sage. Ugh. And then when you wash it down with this corn humming soda, this whole thing melds together into a delicious drink. Yeah. So basically, it's burning sage on the surface of corn soda. Yep. Perfect. Now what? Oh, let's talk about um, Lester. Lester. Let's talk about Lester Stock. So Lester Stock, as a kid, sees this, and they dedicate their entire life to stopping the approach of Kornst the monster. Monster Kornst. The the Hell Beast. The Hell Beast Kornst from the Kornst dimension. We're just advertising Kornst right now. And so they create a potion because Kornst is not a hero. Aaron fucked up. When he says Kornst, he means Lester. Adios. Kornst, I think, is an alchemist. I don't think they have, like, power like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think Kornst is, like, an alchemist, someone who's like, I have to dedicate my life to creating, <laughs> recreating the experience I had when I bit into Kornst. I unlocked the power of corn. Yeah. So they have to kind of recreate the magic that was, I guess they were eating, or were they eating magic corn, or were they just eating average corn, and they had an experience? I think they were eating magic corn mm-hmm. after burning sage... Perhaps in some sort of, like, seance ritual. Oh, fuck. What a barbecue. They were burning sage. They had burned some sage. Their nose, their body was full of this, like, smoke. And they ate some corn. And they, they like, drank some beer. They drank some ale. And all of those things sort of magically combined with a little bit of magic and a little bit of, of, a little bit of the unpredictable nature of magic to begin with. All of which sent them on this journey and exposed them... To the omni, to the omni mind of Kornst. <laughs> this is so stupid. Okay, and so it was just like just the right circumstances, all the stars aligned to launch Lester into the Kornst dimension. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They just they just wound up there, and for a brief moment, saw that there was this omni minded individual, this presence beyond time and space, hurtling, hurtling towards the towards this dimension. And just and and where they woke they woke in a start and said I need to work and so they dedicate their entire life into growing the perfect magical corn you know growing the perfect magical sage you know getting everything right so that they could recreate this time and time again so they could launch a hero into the corn's dimension to save all time and space yes so flash forward Lester Stock is a very successful corn farmer they did it they yeah. made. Kornst. They make this they make this this serum. They make Kornst serum. It's bottled because you gotta put it somewhere. And how does Dr. Pibb find out about it? Because I I guess they, they start going to like you know when people start like at small expos, like craft expos and like beverage expos, I think they're just slinging Kornst like heroes, heroes welcome. Come get Kornst and launch yourself into the challenge of a lifetime. Like they're trying to lure heroes in as a way of like cause there's a lot of power. I was thinking See, about this the other day. Sorry. I have a different I have a different picture for how they are selling this. Okay. And and tell me which one you prefer. Because the way I picture it is like because like part of it is and no the part of it is knowing that like their their invention gets misused and their research disregarded. Yes, I kind of see them as the scientist in a disaster movie. Okay, burst you know that you know you know the first act of a disaster, a giant monster movie when the researcher bursts into the room with a with a stack of papers and is like, I need to talk to you. You need to see these notes. It's <laughs> okay, so it's one of those scenarios. You don't understand. If we don't take action. I've devised a serum that will allow us to combat this threat. The threat is called Kornst. <laughs> and everyone's like... Please stop laughing. It's it's a serious name. Do people think that Lester Stock is like a quack scientist, though? Mm. You know? Do people believe Lester? Because I'm trying to still... I'm trying to circle back around to how Dr. Pibb makes this into what I am looking at on Amazon right now, which is essentially sweet corn soda. Yeah. I'll get your fixins. That's what it says on the bottle. <laughs> it's, it's real bad, is the thing, Aaron. It's so yellow. It is blowing my mind. It looks like human piss. <laughs> I need you to know how bad it tastes. I mean, wait. So, hold on. Because this is a dumb episode. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> I've, had, I've had this corn soda, Aaron, and I need you to know how bad it was. Can I give you another Amazon review? Please. You may be disappointed. This is five stars, though. 
this tastes exactly what you should expect. Yeah, it does. If cold, the first drink <laughs> is interesting. So for a novelty drink, it's top notch. If you intend to drink an entire bottle, you may be disappointed. And then there's a one star that just says, gross. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. And so I just, I'm just, I'm sorry for distracting from the episode, <laughs> but I just need you to know how gross this exact soda was. Okay, and okay, so uh, let me give you a pitch because of that. We can, yeah. we can bring our stupid, our stupid jokes in. So it sucks. You know, they're, they're like, I have this, ta- I have this serum, you know, and it can transport a hero into the quartz dimension. Everybody smells it and is like, yo, that's fucking gross. Like, I, I do not fuck with this. One star. Every review of this, because soft drinks are popular in fantasy. We've established this. It's competitive. People yeah. see this serum, and they're like, that looks disgusting. And here comes, as all things happen, Dr. Pibb, if I rebrand this beverage, I can make it more commercially viable. Oh, yeah. And I can get heroes all across the world to travel your to travel to the Kornst dimension and challenge this Kornst. Now... In true villain science fiction fa- uh, fashion, they remove a key element. I'm thinking possibly the sage and make start bottling what's literally just corn soda. And so it takes out that magic component. Does um, Lester have to go like, you know, and do a grassroots campaign and get this thing popping themselves against Dr. Pibb's like counterfeit? Or is it not that kind of story? I think it's a little bit of that kind of story, but I, I feel like doing it that way removes an element of, like, people drinking it in order to enter the fourth dimension. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Just... People already drink it in order to enter the fourth dimension. Fuck. I like the idea that Mr. Pib... Or, sorry. Sorry. I, uh, sorry. I've undercredited... I've undercredited uh, their yeah, contributions. They're, Dr. Pib is a medical <laughs> doctor. Like, Dr. Pib is, like, went to medical school. They have no business slinging soft drinks, but... I like the idea. We've established Dr. Pibb is a little bit of a villain already. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea that they buy it and he markets it, but he doesn't. But it's but like I like the idea that it is because you partnered with this like evil corporate representative, this marketing rep. That is the reason why people are not do, going to battle with the, the omni minded Kornst, uh, because I like the idea that they're marketing it as take a trip through time yeah timeline if this is a self this is a self-help beverage oh no lester is like no but you need to battle you need to acknowledge the fact that there is an omni-minded thing but self-help we need to we need to affect the marketing because what you need to understand is that we're trying to reach the widest possible audience with this product frankly we want them to feel like they we don't want them to feel like we need them. We want them to feel like they need us. So we're trying to market this more as a we're trying to put this into their life as opposed to you are presenting me. it as sort of a public good. You are killing me. And so the marketing campaign become by the way, the reason I say he is for Dr. Piv is because I can't stop looking at this old man on this bottle <laughs> of sweet corn soda. Um <laughs> That's good. I was picturing just Nick Fury. <laughs> I'm seeing the old man on the bottle. I've come, for, I've come to offer you a deal. Come, come, sit at my fixings table. <laughs> um, so my pitch is: Doctor Pibb markets this as you see that entity in the background, because of course they have like the KFC type attitude, where it's like when you travel to the Corn's dimension and you see an entity in the background of your vision, that's just. That's your own negativity coming for you. You want to ignore that and solve the timeline. You want to fix your own timeline. Don't don't focus on the negativity. Because, like, I think it's Dr. Pibb telling people to not challenge Kornst. And so, <laughs> bringing this back, does someone enter? Lester has to kill Kornst. Oh, yeah, for sure. So now what? So we have, like, we have the villain set up. We have the conflict here of, like, the marketing ruins. Like, that's why heroes aren't killing Kornst is because Lester sold the rights to Dr. Pibb. And Dr. Pibb is marketing Kornst as just, like, your own negative feelings. Hashtag positivity. So how does Lester go about entering the corn dimension and defeating them if they're not a hero? I think what they do, I have a pitch. I'm ready. Because I don't think they directly kill Kornst. Oh. So I have a pitch. Okay. I think what they do is they are basically, they try. So, I, so I've got two pitches for you, two big beats, I'm right? I'm so ready. I think what happens is 
Lester says, well, I'm just going to go out and start a grassroots campaign and spread the word. And Dr. Pip says, oh, no, you don't. No, you won't. I own exclusive rights. Oh, no. To Kornst. <laughs> you sold them to me. You sold them to me. You you cannot legally sell Kornst. You cannot advertise Kornst. You have no role in this. You sold the recipe to me. It is my property now. No, I hate this. And so they are just barred. They are barred. There is nowhere there is nowhere in fantasy that they can advertise, produce, talk about or present an ideas related to Kornst. There's nothing there's nothing they can do around it. <gasps> I just had a good idea, but I really want you to finish this. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you're picking up the exact idea can I'm I, building. Can too. I tell you what I'm thinking before? Yes. So we, does Lester fix their own timeline and never sell the product to Doctor Pib? I had a different idea, and oh. let me pitch you my idea. Okay, I didn't know if it involved editing the timeline. Okay, go no, ahead. No, no. Um, well, because the idea that I had, because I really like that, so I want to hear which idea you prefer. My idea was that there's nowhere in fantasy that they can do this. But the quartz zone is not in fantasy. <laughs> so they have to create a second potion to speak to adventurers and heroes as they drink quartz and enter into the quartz zone to be like, you have to you have to fight this. I have come to you in this dream state to oh. tell you you have to fight this thing. Jeff, they have to live in the quartz zone. They have to, like, enter the phantom zone. They have to enter the phantom zone forever. Forever. Like, they have to enter Korn's dimension, not fight him, but, like, I'm your guide in the Korn's dimension to, like, to encourage here. Because you can't, you're right, you can't beat Dr. Pib, unfortunately, in fantasy, but you can beat Dr. Pib where there are no rules. It's just right in the sweet corn soda dimension. Yep. So they, what, just, like, <laughs> chug a gallon of Korn's, and that is, like, you're permanently residing in the Korn's dimension? Yeah. Wow. Or they like never pull the plug and like, you know, they never, you know, in the Matrix, they stay plugged in. Because it's the only place that they can convince people that you have to go fight this. Oh, so they just start campaigning to people in the Quartz dimension? Like, yep. hey, no, stop doing that whole timeline shit. Like, I, I get it. You want to, like, fix your mistakes. But there's like a super big problem. See that? That's not, yo, it's my, the hero is like, it's my own negativity and bad feels. Mm. And, you know, I'm trying to defeat that. By being in the Quartz dimension? That's really, it's, it's, it's a metaphor for my own personal journey. Oh, God. This is like the most wizard shit without being wizard shit, and I'm obsessed. <laughs> Dr. Pib sucks real bad. Dr. Pib sucks real bad. They made sweet corn soda. All I don't know what the whole bottle says, but all you can see from the Amazon is, all get your fixins. <laughs> um... So what? Does it work? Is there one hero or do they unite a bunch of heroes? And because they've been because, OK, let's be real. Let's talk about Lester for a second. Yeah. Lester has spent their entire life visiting the corn dimension and studying cornst. Oh, yeah. So like from childhood, bit into this piece of corn. Wow. Oh, all the fixings. I see like the 90s commercial like, wow, corn, like flying through, you know, an interdimensional plane coming out the other end. And it's like, wow, it's my whole life. There I am as an adult. I'm a successful alchemist. There I am selling something. There I am. Whoosh. The timeline is destroyed by this big tentacle. Looks into the event horizon. What is that? I am cornst. And I don't know. And then is like shot back and is like, oh, I have to dedicate my life to defeating whatever that was. Keeps going back in, seeing the timeline, seeing the event, seeing their own child, seeing themselves as a kid go into the cornst timeline. You know, studying cornst, finding out all the weak points. So a gathering all the so basically gather becomes a Nick Fury character in themselves gathering heroes yeah. in the Cornst dimension gathering the Cornst Avengers to defeat Cornst. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's I, which I think is like the big climax of the story, right? Yeah. Is that oh, they all absolutely. have to go to battle. They all have to go to battle with this thing, and through the power of friendship and and unity, they just they they did they slay this mighty beast and save the timeline, and no one will ever know. Because it all happened within the span of two seconds. But the heroes know, right? Oh, the world will never know. No, they, the world will never know because this all merely, you know, Quartz, you change your timeline in an instant. You know, it is instantaneous. You, 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 you fix time in an instant. Yeah, it's like Narnia where like you go in and out like in the span of a sip of soda. Yeah, Lester Stock, Lester Stock lived in the Quartz Zone for decades and <laughs> blinked out and was gone for an afternoon and has aged 50 years. <laughs> 
but li- but has lived a happy life because they know that they saved the world. Oh, but I they will never be that. able to convince this because it was merely a thing, a thing on the horizon. But they know, they know, Aaron. I, and they keep really they good. They keep in touch with all the heroes that save the corn dimension, and yeah. they're they're known as the what? The fixins. Yeah, they're known. Well, they're known as the fixers. The fixers because they got their fixins. Yeah. Jesus Christ! All right. Can we roll on tables for Lester? Because we don't know. We know a lot about Lester's story and their determination, but we don't know a lot about like who they are and what they believe in. Well, Aaron, can I throw you a, uh, a twist? There's on so this many story? twists and turns in this corn. St- I know, and I got I got one more. Okay, this is the story of sacrifice. This is the story of sacrifice. <laughs> this way, Lester's dog has to die. <laughs> This is a story of sacrifice, Aaron. Fuck. This is a story of this is a story of doing what has to be done, even if it means giving up everything in the process. <laughs> okay. This is a story of a young person who, upon drinking a magical beverage, saw all of time and space laid before them. This is the story of a young person who saw the beverage advertised as some kind of gateway into a hell dimension, saw an omni-minded creature hurtling towards our world, and said, We can stop this. But how? How do we do this? This is the story of someone who gave up everything and saved the world, but at the cost of everything they hold dear. This is the story of someone who said, how do we get heroes? How do we get people capable of stopping this thing to throw their lives into a wormhole? Possibly dying in the process in a way that no one will ever remember them because they will be erased from time and space. This is the story of someone that said, well, they have to be convinced. They have to be tricked. They have to be lured in here. This is the story of someone who said, the only way to do this People have to be, people have to know the full scope of things. They have to be tricked into this space and know the full scope of things in order to step up and be a hero. This is the story of someone who said, but the person who tricks them will be cast as the villain in this story. No. This is the story of someone who saw their own timeline, who saw them working with Lester Stock and marketing the Quartz Serum as a way to save the world, as a gateway to confront this thing and it failing. Aaron, this is the story of someone who saw this world, who saw the hero's path, and it fell flat. This is the story of someone who made that sacrifice, who chose to be the villain, Aaron, because this story needs a villain in order for those heroes to go where they needed to go. My name is Dr. Pym. Stop it. You may call me a villain, but I know that I am the one who saved this world. (laughs) I take my role as the devil on your shoulder. Stock. <laughs> Never forget. We, in another lifetime, in another timeline, we could have been, we were the greatest of friends. But sometimes sacrifices have to be made. That's business. So wait, you're saying that Dr. Pim knew all along what he was doing to Lester Stock? Yeah, and said he had to do it for to, in order to push Lester Stock to be the hero that Dr. Pim knew Lester could be. Holy fuck. Fuck. And knew that in order for Lester to be the hero that he knew they could be, he had to not only be the villain, he had to burn he had to burn them and push them away and throw them into the corn zone. Holy It was the shit. only way, Aaron. I had to push you into the corn zone. It was the only way. Dr. Pip has to live with that for every day of his life. <laughs> this is I'm obsessed because it sounds like some kind of like YouTube video where they're trying to be like, wait, 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 here's why the villain is the good guy. (laughs) (laughs) Here's why Darth Vader isn't that bad. But like he killed a lot of people. But 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 like it was all for the greater good. Wow. So Dr. Pibb set this whole thing spiraling in motion because Dr. Pibb, the first time he entered the Quartz Zone, saw it and was like, I saw... This is some Doctor Strange time stone bullshit where it's like, I saw a million timelines happen, and the oh, we need Tony Stark alive. We need we need Lester alive. We need Lester in the Quartz Zone record, recruiting heroes, because it is the only way to convince heroes. We actually made an Avengers movie on this fucking show, and it's about corn soda. We are the greatest storytellers of all time. Yeah. Let's roll on some motherfucking t- Let's roll on some motherfucking tables. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We made the eye of fucking Agamotto. <laughs> it's a soda. Oh, we are committing crimes. <laughs> I did what had to be done. I have no regrets. I will let you or Spider-Man die. I won't hesitate. 
Oh. <laughs> okay. What table should we use? Let's roll on the alchemist table. Oh, of course. Why not? So Lester, Lester Stock. Let's find out who they are because we know that they became the hero by, you know, being true to themselves and being like, I don't have any power, but what I do have is information and like wisdom and a passion yep. for solving this. Now, uh, real quick, I, I finally, the, the, the visual for, for Korn's finally clicked into me for me. So I've kind of briefly pitched it to you. Hit me. You know the soda with the glass bead? Uh, like Ramune? Yes, yes. It's that, but the glass bead is crystallized sage. Oh. You hit the bead into the soda, a burst of, a burst of, of smoke and, and screams comes out, and then you drink it and you're transported. Wow. Wow, wow, wowie, wow. Just wanted to throw that out there real quick. And, like, the smoke, you know, there are whispers of your own timeline in the smoke, and then when you drink it and breathe it in, that's when you're absorbed. That's the dopest shit I have ever heard in my life. You are fucking brilliant for that being how the sage gets in there. Is that little punch top. Yep. Oh, my God. All right, give me a D8 for personality trait. Holy, sorry, my head is spinning. All right, D8. We got a one. I have a thirst for knowledge. Oh, I mean, that alone is just I think so they, perfect. I think they sought out the quarantine zone. I think they were already, like, doing science experiments when that was when they started. Oh, my. Okay, can I, can I give you a pitch? Yeah. Their entire family is obsessed. This is a corn family. You know, they're yeah. halflings. This is a corn family that's been trying for generations to unlock. Like, there's magic. We decided in Sprout Brussels episode that there is magic within plants, and like, you can raise plants. There's no magical plants, but you can raise a plant properly to release, ma- to be a magical plant. Yeah. You know, so they've been raising, growing corn and experimenting with agriculture in order to get magical effects, because I think one of their relatives knew... That there was a place that is like, there's a land of pure corn. There's a dimension of where the corn juice flows like water. You know, corn is high as an elephant's eye. You know, that's from Oklahoma. But like, they're, they're just a corn family who loves them some corn. And so this barbecue was sort of like a, an experiment day. And they hit pay dirt. Do you think they hit pay dirt with the corn zone? I think so. Fuck Yes. And so this is a generational thing of like, yeah, for years and years, they've been trying, the Stock family's been trying to master, you know, how to reach this corn dimension. But when Lester got there, it was not corn as high as an elephant's eye. It was a cosmic horror. Yep. Fuck. As, as it happens. Uh, you know, ain't that the way. So give me a D6 for an ideal. Animal D6, go. Two fish. I could help, but that's if I can be bothered. What? What is it again? Can you read it one more time? I could help, but that's if I can be bothered. Hmm. I think there's a long period. We basically, we told the story, like, immediately. Yes. But there's a long period in between, like, you can't do anything. I own Kornst. Mm. And going into the Kornst zone. Mm. There's a long period of, like, I give up. Pib wins. And also, Jeff, like, we said that we started as a kid, you know, biting into that piece of magic corn. And then we said, like, they spend their life farming and like growing that's a lot you can't don't just grow fucking corn like overnight they had to basically leave their life aside to be like this is my mission yeah but they're like but you're lester like you're a super powerful alchemist like you're an amazing farmer you could be helping a lot of people but it's like but i have i i could but but i i have my i have my role in this and i i can't i can't stretch yeah and from an outside point of view it's like you selfish prick you could be helping so many people solve their timelines but instead you're not sharing the damn formula for cornst <laughs> so fucking dumb you think that you are the hero <laughs> you are so selfish <laughs> think of what you could give to the world with this formula if i have to be the villain in this I will use your gifts, and I will give the world what you refuse to. I love this stupid, marvelous <laughs> story of corn soda. Give me a D6 for a bond. I feel like I feel like Dr. Pibb's a real compelling villain. He's a real compelling villain. Thank you, YouTuber. <laughs> I got two fish. <laughs> I share a bond with my customers. <laughs> what? The fixers, the fixers never fall out of, never stop talking to each other. No. They are friends until the end of, they honor, they honor Lester every year. How do they do that? They get together. Have a barbecue. They have a barbecue. Oh, man. You know what the centerpiece is? What's that? It's just all fucking corn. Just corn. All manner of corn dishes. Now, please, make me a dish. This is Chopped. Chopped Fantasy Edition. Jeff, please tell me about a barbecue dish using only corn. Well, obviously corn tortillas. Of course. The perfect food. So, 
I mean, everything, well, at that point, but at that point, everything else is just, you said it's the centerpiece, you didn't say it's the only dish. I am now. It's chopped, Jeff, it's chopped! No, and I'm saying, I'm taking it, I'm taking corn tortillas, and I'm, I'm putting things into them. It's a big taco, it's a big taco barbecue, man. fuck with this. It's all manner of, like, it's all manner of, like, pulled pork, and, like, seasoned tofu, and veggies, all on these, like, really immaculately made, like, they take time with these corn tortillas. I love it. You roll them by hand, like, you flatten them out by hand. Yeah, it's respect for the corn, you know? They yeah. respect the shit out of everything that Lester gave them, and Lester's passion was, at the end of the day... It was corn. Lester's passion is corn, and the magic it unlocks. All right, give me a D6 for a flaw. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. I love it. Four, turtle. I like the smell of some of my concoctions. They can become addicting. <laughs> To the day Lester dies, <laughs> they're just, they they love corn to the point where they're just like, no. See, I know that we're in a dimension to fight an omni-minded horror, but let me tell you about some things about corn that you might not know. How delicious is this stuff? Like, I know I've been drinking this and eating this my <laughs> entire life, but like, honestly, didn't I knock it out of the park with fucking corn? This shit is delicious. Let me tell you. Let me. I gotta tell you. I, I feel like there's a lot of benefits to corn that, like, you know, I think that you can learn. I'm just here to slay this monster. Please stop talking to me about corn. They're already in the corn's dimension, like, battling. And, like, Lester is on the sidelines, like, yeah, get him. Strike at his weak point. Cracks open a corn's, pops the sage <laughs> in. They're like, are you drinking that now? And like, yeah, it's super. And then, if okay, my question, this is a stupid question for you. If you drink corn's in the corn's dimension, what happens? It's just a delicious beverage. <laughs> Nothing. Just a delicious, Nothing. refreshing drink. No. <laughs> it's just soup. It's extra good. Because you can enjoy. Can I ask you one more question before we yeah. wrap? <laughs> what does the cornst dimension look like? What, um, what have you been picturing? Like a void? Like a yellow? A lot of like the 80s logo stuff where it's like, I'm going to send you a picture. Please do. It's like, you know, a lot of purples and blues and whites, and there's rainbows and prisms and, you know, neon colors. It's sort of this aesthetic is what I've been picturing. Oh, God, that sucks so much. Like the intro to a 90s or 80s, like, sitcom. Like Miami Vice, kind of. Oh, wow. That is an image of the corn dimension. I was seeing them fighting in, like, space, like Final Destination and Super Smash yeah. Brothers. Kind of like that, yeah. But... But, like, a lot of corn, like, corn-themed. But, like, surrounded by, like, 80s video game graphics. I love that. So, and a cosmic horror. We basically made Super Smash Brothers fighting Master Hand, but, like, it's all about corn. This yeah. is real fucking dumb. I'm, I love it. I live for this. We needed this today. Um, is that it? Is that a wrap? That's, a, that's a wrap. That's a wrap on Lester Stock. Jesus, thank you so much, Taylor Labresh at Leviathan Files on Twitter. Thank you so much, Taylor. Taylor's work is incredible. You should go to RiverhouseGames.com and check out all of it. Check out Games Closet, which is an interview podcast featuring uh, queer and LGBT plus members of the tabletop community. Uh, you should check out all of their games. They're they're incredible. Yes. Taylor is a, a Taylor is a luminary in the industry. Oh. And if you'd like to submit a prompt of your own for use in a future episode, there are so many ways you can do it. And look, you can literally tweet us anything, like Taylor did. He said... He said cornst. Cornst. <laughs> so, yeah, you can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Uh, you can post them to our biz, our Discord at bit.ly slash AMFC Discord, or you can just go straight to allmyfantasychildren.com. Yeah, while you're there, check out our Wikipedia page curated by Katie Kolop. Check out our Bandcamp, where I post the music to the episode for Zero Hole uh, Smackaroos, and jump into our Discord. There's a link there, too, if you don't want to find the bit.ly, whatever. Um, Jeff has a second podcast. Why are you I still sure listening do. to this? Uh, Party of One is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week I sit down with a friend, we play a two-player game, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, we have a really good time. You can find new episodes every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com. All My Fantasy Children is a part of the One-Shot Podcast Network, a place... <laughs> I suck at these pitches so much. So the One-Shot Podcast Network is a collection of incredible podcasts and streams focused on... Uh, Making tabletop a better place, making it more inclusive, bringing out the best, the best of sharing stories with your friends of tabletop role-playing games as a hobby. If you enjoy All My Fantasy Children, 
consider checking out Neo Scum. Mm. Neo Scum is a Shadowrun actual play podcast uh, about sort of criminal crime and about cyber crime in the cyberpunk gritty future. It is it is very it is similarly silly and similarly very like empathetic. I think that you'll I think you'll get a big kick out of it. Um, verbal hug this week. I have something that I've just been doing before bed every night, and it's it's mm-hmm. very it's been very nice and slightly therapeutic. I've been I'm trying to use a planner more. Um, sure, and I I'm always struggling to be like, when the fuck do you like act? When do people use these? Like, how does anyone stay on track with these? And so I've kind of been using it as like it's not a journal, but I. I've been writing what I want to accomplish the next day, all the things that I want to get done and like, you know, the general things like record, go to gym, you know, buy coffee, but also like having a space for like what I want to work on this week, you know, goals for the week, goals for the month. And it just makes me feel better. When I open the planner, and you know, a lot of the times you look at your planner, you're like, I didn't fucking do that. And like, it's just, I've been trying to avoid the guilt of that. I'm trying to do no stress 2019, where like I'm usually consumed by stress and like the feeling of not doing enough. So I like looking back at all the things I did accomplish and work on in a day or a week and being like, yeah, I feel good about that. I did some shit this week. You know, it's cool. Yeah. I've actually been doing the same thing with my weekly goals. I've been writing out like a weekly to do list. Uh, and just being like, these are the projects I want to hit next week. And then, like, over the course of the week, as I do them, I make a little note in my in my to-do list. I'm like, got to it on this day, did this. And I've also been using a lot of Google Calendar to be like, make my weekly updates of like, hey, do your work, do your exercise routine today. Hey, make sure you edit that podcast. Do that Twitch stream. Do all of those things today. And it's been helpful. It's been helpful, like, if you are struggling to, you know, keep on sort of recurring tasks Take advantage of that kind of thing. Like maybe like give it a try. It might not work for you. Obviously your mileage may vary, but it's something to consider. It's been something that has in the last few weeks has been really helpful for me making sort of progress on cool stuff. Yeah. And like it just be make sure you you're what you're doing it, you're fucking nice to yourself when you do it. Like don't be don't you know how it's easy to be mean to yourself when you're like, oh, I didn't do this today. Or like if you yep. didn't adhere to your schedule, it's whatever, man. You only get one you only get one whack at this whole life thing. So be fucking nice to yourself. Yeah. Is that it? That's all I, I got. I think that's it. Oof, good good episode. Good episode. And until next time, good, good night. night. Good, good game. game.